I will kill for the idea. PSN Network with uh, your host, Mitchell the Lionheart, with my lovely co-host, you, with uh, Angel the Jackal and Michael, a special guest, a good friend of mine, who is rocking the groove, living the dream and riding the wave with me, ladies and gentlemen, in this time in Vietnam. And yeah, we have a show today. Hello, everyone. Um, hope you enjoy the show and um, yeah, unleash the truth. Let's go. And Lord Jackal, may the snarf be with you. Snarf. I tell you, what that's, my contrib- that's my contribution to the show for now. <laughs> I, absolutely. I, and, and we'd like to thank the Academy for uh, Angel's incredible contribution. Don't forget to uh, subscribe. I take a bow. I take a bow. And I think a donation would also be very well to take. take, take also, please give out that uh, lovely donation uh, uh, site uh, link, my lord. Well, very important that everybody who's watching uh, right now take a, a chance uh, and uh, take a moment to first subscribe to the channel uh, that yes. you're watching this on. That's very important. Give us thumbs up. Thumb, you know, that's always very important. But also, if you would be so kind to check out the patreon.com forward slash Angel Espino page, that'd be awesome. Again, it's uh, patreon.com forward slash Angel Espino. And... Anything you could do to help always helps. That would be great. Yeah, definitely. Because Angel is the man. I mean, without Angel, we won't have this beautiful network to expose the truth that the globalists and the radical leftist commies are trying to shut down. So without further ado, things are getting no crazy. Kidding. Yeah. So without, without any, any further ado, folks, we have a lot of good clips today to bring you and uh, we're going to start with uh, our lovely, lovely, uh, well, we're not going to share the screen, we're going to share the video. We're going to start with a lovely, um, a, a lovely clip from uh, the uh, Freda Cuomo himself talking to a, a Chinese CDC, I believe it's a CDC official, saying how wonderful it is to take away our rights, and we should have done it in the beginning as they are doing now. But more importantly, uh, the, the outright arrogance of these people trying to take away even more of our rights. But I want to share with the video that we'll, we'll, we'll talk about. So here we go. Take it back to pre-pandemic life. And the window to do that is really narrowing. I mean, you were mentioning, Chris, about how all these states are reopening. They're reopening at 100%. And we have a very narrow window to tie reopening policy to vaccination status. Because otherwise, if everything is reopened, then what's the carrot going to be? How are we going to incentivize people to actually get the vaccine? So that's why I think the CDC and the Biden administration needs to come out a lot bolder and say, if you're vaccinated, you can do all these things. Here are all these freedoms that you have, because otherwise people are going to go out and enjoy these freedoms anyway. Clear to. Did you just hear what that, gentlemen? Did you hear what this freaking CCP agent has just said? Mm. 
dangling the carrot <laughs> so your life can go back to normal. Insanity. Insanity. What do you think about that, Angel? Um, the pandemic. Well, they, I think that uh, this is all part of the plan. To be honest with you, I think there, you know, this whole thing has been orchestrated uh, as a big uh, gotcha moment, and we're all going to understand that as soon as you know the next few months. They're like, "Oh my God, it's all going away! How miraculous!" And uh, you're going to see uh, Joe Biden be, you know, announced the or announced the 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 savior of humanity. He's going to be anointed at that. As he saved humanity, his presidency, look how rapidly the COVID disappeared under this man who is the new Messiah, even though he can't walk upstairs or remember what state he's in. And, and in bed with the Chinese Communist Party. And for this agent, the CCP agent, to come on and say that, you know, we need to make sure that we keep the lockdowns in order to pass this poisonous kill shot, which we're going to get into a little bit later. But I just want to share with this with you. Well, you know, uh, another thing about the lockdowns, by the way, uh, Mitchell, is I think a lot of the lockdowns, you know, because like I was saying, I think that this is what it's all a pandemic. But I think the lockdowns are so they can orchestrate more of the human trafficking that's going on. Oh, and, sure. Uh, especially across the border here with all the the amount of people that are rushing through the border. Um, they could do this kind of like in a, in a more uh, secretive way when people are not looking. And they keep you locked indoors, you ain't going to be looking as much so they can move these people around. Uh, I saw um, a guy who uh, works at a dock, and he was talking about, you know, the big crates, the evergreen crates. And uh, this guy, uh, who is one of the guys that works there, says that he has no... Uh, hesitation and saying that he believes that uh, people have been trafficked uh, through these things because he's seen it. And he, well, well, and he works yeah, there. It's, yeah. going on for the last, it's been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years. And now it's actually yeah. on the point. And these evergreen, like you said, these evergreen containers, I mean, there's no, there's a reason why they were positioned that way to block the Suez Canal or these big 18 wheelers. I saw 18 wheelers evergreen blocking traffic. There is a reason why they were positioned, and I think there was a there was like an SOS, you know, like look at this, spotlight this, you know, see what's going on the border, the the, the, the market, right. uh, children that have been gang raped and, and, and just thrown over the border, thrown over the, uh, the the walls by these coyotes. It's a huge uh, child trafficking uh, business. The elites love to feed off the flesh of children and. That's what's going on. But I just want to share with you before we get back, going to pedophilia and all that demonicness, something I said to Michael Angel, and I think you'll find this very interesting. Um, coincidentally, listen to this. The Chinese biological laboratory in Wuhan is owned by GlaxoSmithKline, which accidentally owns Pfizer, the one who makes the vaccine against the virus which was accidentally started at the Wuhan Biological Lab, which was accidentally funded by Dr. Fauci, who accidentally promotes the vaccine. GlaxoSmithKline is accidentally managed by the finance division of BlackRock, which accidentally manages the finances of the Open Foundation Company, which is owned by George Soros, which accidentally manages the Fence AXA. Soros accidentally owns the German company Winterthur, 
which accidentally built a Chinese laboratory in Wuhan and was bought by the German aliens, which accidentally has Vanguard as a shareholder, who coincidentally is a shareholder of BlackRock, which coincidentally controls central banks and manages about a third of the global investment capital. BlackRock is also coincidentally a major shareholder of Microsoft, owned by Bill Gates, who coincidentally is a shareholder of Pfizer, which, remember, sells a miracle vaccine and coincidentally is now the first sponsor of the World Health Organization. Hmm, that's a lot of coincidences. Goodness gracious, what is going on? It could be a coincidence. I, I think it might be a coincidence also like how every president except for Trump is related by cousin to other presidents. You guys know that? Yes. Uh, yes. Even the Obama, Obama nation, uh, it's related by, like, I don't know what the, the the lineage was exactly, but he's related to Bush and all these other uh, ex-presidents. And they're all, like, yeah. third-degree, fourth-degree cousins. Yeah, they're, they're, like, they're all been cousins. And uh, the ones who haven't, Trump, Lincoln, JFK. Those are the only three. Yeah, and uh, two of the three are dead. And the uh, third one, well, let's just say they didn't make it easy on the guy. I'm surprised he's still working around. Around. <laughs> We're talking about cousins and brothers and sisters and all those kind of things. And uh, let's talk about Hunter Biden. Um, I got a clip from him, from, from uh, an interview about how he was asked if that was his laptop. And let's just hear how this beauty uh, reacts. Oh, I don't know. I know, but, but you know that's is, this. Is I really a, don't know okay. if the answer is. That's you don't know, yes or no, if the laptop was yours. I don't have any yours. idea. I have no idea. So could have been yours. Uh, of course, certainly. It, it... <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, give me a photo, Michael. I mean, that's just, I mean, it's just coming out, confusing everyone. Obviously, it is his laptop. Um, if he was just honest about it, you know, maybe people would be a bit more, you know, inhuman with him, but because he's just denying it and that's all he does yeah it's just gonna backfire this guy this guy has been caught as we know with twenty thousand videos and pictures of the most vile porn acts with children known to man uh, uh recorded by ccp officials chinese communist party officials when he was in china colluding with the chinese communist party and making millions of dollars unconstitutionally while his father was the VP with Obama, okay? And now he's telling on live TV that he doesn't even know if it's his laptop, which he, he, which he left at the repair center and was uh, 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 given to Rudy Giuliani and was investigated by, a, by, by, by uh, the main porn investigator of the FBI. So now he doesn't know if it's his laptop. There could be a laptop out there that was stolen from me. There could be that I was hacked. It could be that there was the that it was Russian intelligence. It could be that it was stolen from me. Notice you said stolen from me. Uh, no, uh, Dick Wide, you left it there. You, you told the guy, hey, uh, I can't get this to work. Uh, can you uh, fix it for me? And then in yeah. your crack habit, you forgot to pick it up. Exactly. Unbelievable. The weak, the weak link of the Biden crime family. Well, well this right. is for you, Andrew. I, I got this. I got this. This is... This is uh, the lovely Jill Biden. Oh, what a Jill. Little, uh, Jill. Mm. Jill, this is for you. Stupid Joe. This is for you. With me, see say Broadway. The future is ours. Thank you. The future is yours, Angel. 
Yeah, doesn't that look like a Nazi flag in the background or something very Nazi-like? Right. Chavez it's actually, so it's say it with Chavez. me. See, say Broadway. The future is ours. Yeah, yeah that that's, so, that's some of the worst Spanish. I, I think Cory Booker might be the only one worse than her in Spanish. I mean, I, I remember she comes out with some cookies to the armed forces and says, hey, yeah. here's some cookies. While she might, she might be a doctor, but she ain't a doctor of Spanish. That's for sure. You know? <laughs> I mean, these people, I don't know what planet these people think they're living on. I don't know what, I don't know what world they're living in. Um, but their, their reality, this Castle Rock's studio production, fake stage, illegitimate presidency movie, movie set is all coming to a crashing halt mm-hmm. soon enough. But as you can see, yeah, in the background, that's the flag at Chavez, a, a, a genocidal mania, just like, uh, Che Guerrero, uh, Guevara. Uh, this is, this is Nazi symbolism. This is communist symbolism in the background. And I mean, this person can't even speak English, let alone uh, speak Spanish, let alone help people. I mean, look what they did to the armed forces, put them in, uh, in an underground uh, basement and with, 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 uh, poison, with food, with, 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 um, what toxic food, poisonous mm. food. Yeah, toxic food. Nowhere, nowhere to sleep. Nowhere to sleep. These people are sick and twisted, man. Um, let's move on, ladies and gentlemen, because I got a lot going on here. We're going to just play some more clips and talk about them. Oh, let's go for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, this, be- this lovely beauty. Concentration camps on our southern border. Okay, so let's just talk about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Concentration camps on the southern border. What do you think about that, guys? Concentration camps on the southern border. Yeah. We are uh, Nazi Germany. We're uh, uh, communist China. I mean... Guys, mm. what but, is this nonsense? But, I mean, it's a lot worse now since uh, Biden's jumped in and, um, you know, she's just two different stories, two different timelines, and um, all she is is just a theatre actor for the uh, Democrats and um, she doesn't speak any truth and it's just, yeah, it's, it's complete garbage. Garbage. And where is she crying yeah. with crocodile tears? Anyway, let's continue. Let's continue. Yeah, Didn't they, like, just uh, name her the uh, most useless uh, person in Congress? By, like, uh, useless. Yeah. Well, let's, let's hear what she says with Dream Bottom. And that is exactly what they are. Often people want to say, why are you talking about the border crisis? Or why aren't you talking about it in this way? Well, we're talking about it. They just don't like how we're talking about it. Because it's not a border crisis. It's an imperialism crisis. It's a climate crisis. It's a trade crisis. But the funny thing is, they're not talking about it because it took Project Veritas and people like that, independent uh, reporters, to actually go out and find the information themselves. And um, remember when Ted Cruz uh, went there and reported on it? It was... um, yeah, he was, he was blocked as he was going through. So they haven't been transparent one bit. And, um, yeah, she's just... Uh, what she's aware. doing, she's playing her part. She, what she's doing is she's, you know, covering it for her side. Uh, yeah. When when it was... It's funny because when Trump was in office just, you know, not long ago, she was criticizing the border, saying it was inhumane. You know, he had mm-hmm. people stacked up uh, on top of each other, which was all a lie. 
And, um, you know, they had uh, the max in some of these places, max capacity is about 1,000 people. He would have at most 150 to 200 people. So you're talking about they had plenty of room for all these people. They were not packed on top of each other. Here is the difference. On the Biden administration, we have literally people packed on top of each other. We have a a place that could hold 1,000, and they have 6,000, okay, but yet, it's okay because now remember, it's Biden. It's mm. not Trump. Okay. So it, it, it's, it, she's just playing her part. She's a, she's a moron, but she's a puppet. And all she's doing exactly. is gaslighting. And if you notice, she even excuses it now when she was, you know, at, at the point of like shedding tears on TV, begging people to like kill Trump because he was keeping these people in cages. And now, all of a sudden, it's okay. This is a humane, well, a humane way to treat them. What? Absolutely. And this is a complete hypocrisy of the left. These virtual signaling, hypocritical leftists that preach all this tolerance and compassion, but yet completely are absolutely diabolically hypo- uh, hypocritical. So here's the, here's the video, Michael, you were talking about in terms of uh, going to the border and how this so-called compassionate person is uh, a blocking uh, a, a, a senator, not mm. because she cares about the people, because they want to cover up the crimes of what the of what these what these scoundrel radical leftists are doing. Here we go. Please give dignity to the people. Please give dignity to the people. So you work for the commissioner, your senior advisor. You were hired two weeks ago, and you're instructed to ask us to not have any pictures taken here. Please respect the people. Because the, the political rules. leadership at DHS does not want the American people to know it. Please respect the rules. You keep sir. standing in, in front of the pictures, so Please you don't want the, the pictures rules. taken. The rules are arbitrary, and Please they're designed the to keep the American people in the dark. Please respect the dignity and respect. Is Please. this dignity and respect? Look Please at these people. There, there's a pandemic. To the people. Let, let me ask you. you. There, there's a I pandemic. I respectfully ask you, sir. There is a pandemic. Is this respecting the rights? Of, and this is a dangerous place. Please don't treat the people And your like policies, un- unfortunately, you, are trying to hide them. I understand That's you were instructed. When 18 I senators came down here, respect the people, give them dignity I respect and them and I want to fix this situation. We all want and to fix the administration you're working for is responsible anymore. for these conditions. And I ask you to respect the, the people as well. This I am is respecting not you. Respect. I am respecting is, the people. This is not respect. It's, not, it's, it's nearly hard to watch. Um, it's just so inhumane. It's just... It's, 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 it's just terrible. It's like a bad movie. and It's just like, how is yeah. this... Yeah, you know with, I mean? with, with, with people like this, they are just so full of crap, full of crap, and pretending to be so caring and considerate. I'm not saying everybody who works for the the, the government is like this, but these kind of people. And I love how Ted Cruz comes out and exposes this nonsense because yeah. it is such hypocrisy. Have respect. You're not showing anybody respect. You are. I mean, it, it, it's disgusting. The the, the, the 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 conditions, and that's why I take my head off to Ted Cruz and Senator Tom Cotton. For shit, for, for for exposing these people, and they pretend, and, and 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 then they come off as victims, Angel and, and Michael, and then they pretend to be the ones that are caring, and they put the ones that are actually caring down, as if we're the white supremacists and we're the Nazis and we're the ones that we don't care. But these are the actual people that don't care. Guys, you notice know one thing uh, that that links this uh, girl right here with uh, Ocasio Cortez. Mm. Notice, notice how they look. Don't you notice yeah. they look very similar? Yeah. Uh, yeah, guys, you know, right. Uh, the reason I bring that up, uh, not to be racist because I'm Latino, okay? Yes. Uh, yeah. But there is a big chunk of this 
It has to do with, uh, I don't want to be you know gentle when I say this, but Indian, Native American, Latino uh, people that come from the same heritage as some of these Indian tribes uh, that are into the entire taking the country back uh, movement. And this has to go back to uh, people like Lilith Sinclair, who is in Portland, and she's also uh, considered an indigenous uh, tribe person. And uh, she is a part of uh, Antifa, and uh, she has been leading the movement in Portland, and a lot of the riots uh, has been orchestrated by her and, and indigenous people that are that look just like this girl here, okay? And the reason I bring that up is because from my assessment, uh, just over the course of the last couple of years of doing my own research, uh, this has a lot to do with the taking back of a country by indigenous Indian, Native American population in cahoots with the Muslim Brotherhood and the, you know, let's just put it this way, the George Soros and the billionaires that are also right, helping yeah. in, in this, in this uh, whole thing. And, of course, we cannot leave uh, one of the players in the CCP who are also yes. uh, in cahoots with this entire thing. But yes. I think for them it's more of a monetary and power-grabbing motion than anything else when yes. it comes to the indigenous people it's literally they want the land back and that's why they're in cahoots with these people because they really want to get back in here and that's why we're seeing all these people from south america they all look like this rushing the border and and, and the thing is yeah and, and to add to your point i think the Biden administration again this virtual signaling deception of we're doing everything we can to help these people. No, you're not. No, you're not at all. You're you're destroying life. You're child. You're trafficking people. You're doing this out of the plot to to to, to benefit yourselves, not others. And you're not. You don't care. These people don't. You don't. Do not care. I just want to play this clip as well that I that I put together, um, and, and listen to what they what they what they're saying. To imagine this journey for eight weeks, they said they encountered all kinds of dangers. Uh, in fact, one of the young ladies that I was speaking with, Sean, she told me that several of the girls that had traveled with her were raped. Um, she said it was by the grace of God that she actually made it. I asked the group, you know, what was the reason that you took such extraordinary risks? And they said, you know, the reason we did this is because we believe that the Biden administration, President Biden, wants us here. He is opening the when. Donald Trump was president? Definitely not. So did you come here because Joe Biden was elected president? Basically. Basically. There he is. There he is. The best way to get something done, if you if you hold near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... Anyway. Wonder if he actually looked back at himself on some of these videos and just because obviously it's probably been one of his dreams is to actually be a president, but because you know I'm not giving him any you know any praise, but man, well they they they, they, they say actually that this guy is 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 either dead or or is completely they say they say that these are body doubles that they've actually they've actually uh, created. Um, uh, what do you call it? Masks and voice uh, recognitions, and mm. I mean it's insane. I mean this is all part of the show. It's all part of the, the, uh, it's all part of the, uh, the movie. But yeah, I believe 
um, you know, if you're going to come into America, you got to do it the, uh, the, the, the right way, which is yeah. what Trump was doing, building exactly. the wall. Um, and yeah, so the way that Biden's doing it is just, uh, it's awful, but it's all about collapsing America and, um, yeah, just, just. Well, listen to this. Listen to what Chris says. Individuals being held there are testing positive for COVID-19. Rates dramatically higher than the U.S. population, and the Biden administration is taking people who are testing positive for COVID-19 and locking them in cages side by side. This is inhumane, it is wrong, and it is the direct consequence of policy decisions by the Biden administration to stop building the wall, to return to catch and release, and to end the stay in Mexico policy. A number of us are releasing those photographs and releasing those videos so the American people can see what's happening here. This needs to stop. It is a crisis. It is a tragedy. And it is a man-made crisis. This was avoidable. This was preventable. And regardless of your party, Republican or Democrat, you should look at what's going on here and say enough is enough. This must stop. So a man-made crisis, okay, just like the Wuhan pandemic, okay, the, 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 the Wuhan pandemic crisis why do you think they have made this man-made? There is an agenda. Now, when you're in a court of law, you gather evidence to deliberate your claim um, that someone is guilty or not. And what is, it, what is guilt based on? What is decision based on? Motive, intention. What is behind the actions? So this is man-made. What was the intention? Child trafficking, exploitation, one world government. One world government. What was the intention of the man-made Wuhan virus, the CCP virus, to unleash it on the world, to create the lockdowns? It was put in place by the UN, 2020, 2020 2030 agenda. Mm -hmm. They just right. had the United Nations about two days ago. Okay. What is you, it? You, you know, yeah, but you, you know, but you know, uh, did, you, did you also uh, notice one thing about that video, Mitchell? What? That clip, or you go a little further into it, uh, in the background, you actually see a UFO. Really? Yeah. You, you didn't know about that, huh? No, I didn't. I didn't see that. No. And, and the funny thing is, uh, they've been talking about activity near the border uh, when it comes to UFOs. Even Marco Rubio was on the news talking about uh, the Pentagon and having UFOs spotted all over the place. I, I, I spotted it because I was watching this live. And uh, when I think um, Josh Harley, Harley, I think is one uh, the gentleman who was speaking, when he's speaking, you actually see the UFO behind him. Clear as wow. day. Unbelievable. No, there's no doubt about it. And they actually put the uh, the declassification of this in the COVID bill, I guess. Yeah, and but, uh, it's uh, supposed to be 180 days from uh, when Trump signed it into office last year. And that hits right around the end of April, May. That uh, supposedly there's going to be some kind of disclosure happening. We're in April. Well, this is this 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 witch in the White House as well is something that uh, is she's insane. But listen to what she says and how she cackles about it. Listen to this. More people are seeing that yeah, affordable childcare is a big deal. More parents are seeing the value of educators when they had to bring their kids <laughs> and say, what, we're not paying them nearly that? enough. Oh <laughs> 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 <laughs>
just have to show that to you. I mean, it's it, it's really scary that these people are running the country mm. and they're running it into the ground. And when you like you <clears throat> like you said, there's a man-made crisis. There is an intention behind it. Child trafficking, new world order, dismantling of the constitution, taking away the guns. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty shocking. So let's go on to something completely different. You know what, you know what the, you know what the saddest part is though? Um, she is either a heart attack, stroke, or some disease, or amendment 25th away from being the next president of the United States. I know. Let that let that sink in. Yeah, we'll take a look at this. This is when this is the coyotes throwing the toddlers over the wall. I wanted to share this with you as well. Just throw them over the wall, gang rape them, and then just throw them over the wall. Well, the thing is, they also get lots of money to uh, just get them to the wall and then you know pick up the next yep. group of people. It never got this bad, you know. Under Trump. Of course. I mean, Obama put them in cages. Now Biden is doing something very diabolical. Obviously, he's never got this bad. Trump tried to clean it all up. But, um, no, it's, it, it, these, these people are, uh, But I mean, this is, uh, as, as bad as it looks, it's going to be a blessing in disguise because it's going to be the fall of their, uh, of the Democrat party for sure. So, um, we just, you know, we're all waiting and see and hopefully. Sooner than later, it's all going to collapse because, yeah, we're all waiting, you know, people in Australia, people all over the world, you know, we're all sitting here and I'm waiting for the, yeah. the the Trump movement or, you know, the people to wake up to this, um, you know. It's crazy. Well, it's, uh, let's take, listen, listen to um, some of the radical left's uh, compassionate ways of doing things. And here's a lovely video I picked up getting into this white male privilege and this political correctness and racism and white supremacy. So let's listen to this lovely educator talk about Band-Aids and how the Band-Aids, the color of the Band-Aids, are a sign of white male privilege. I think, Adrian, you'll find this quite quite funny. Privilege. Think about it. Whose flesh tone is this? I have brown Band-Aids in my classroom. I had to special order them. They're twice as much as these, and they're hard to find and they're frequently out of stock. But when I hand a brown child a white Band-Aid, I am literally adding insult to injury. I mean, what world do we live in right now, Michael? I, I have nothing to say. I don't know what to say to this. I mean, this person is literally mentally retarded. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Not to offend anybody out there <sighs> with mental retardation this is insane a band-aid so let's how about this we might when i and i teach kids michael teaches kids okay we just volunteer right now uh you know we just but if a four-year-old or three-year-old is gushing okay or has a cut i'm not going to use a white band-aid because that's white male privacy so from now on angel i would rather you uh make some band-aids uh just you know, I don't know how we're going to do it, but send me some black or Latino. Even no, no, no. I got the answer. What's clear that? color band aids, no color to them. Oh, yeah. Just clear, and then you have like the the little uh, cotton part that is, you know, unfortunately cotton. It's white. Sorry, yes. brothers and sisters, you can't. Go, you know, you can't like dye cotton. You know, it just isn't going to happen. So you got to just deal with that part. But the rest oh. of the band aid, colorless. Just make it transparent color. 
But I mean, the kid, the kids, when they're falling over and they've got a cut, they're not worried about what band-aid it is. They're exactly. You know what? Because kids don't give a shit. That's the, that's the basic oh, point of it. Kids don't care. Idiots like her care. And the problem is that idiots like her are teaching kids the stupidity, and then these kids get, you know, indoctrinated and they get conditioned to believe this crap, and they see everything as being racist. And next thing you know, we have things like Aunt Jemima. Oh, she's racist. Motherfucker, I love syrup, and I love Aunt Jemima syrup. Are you kidding me? How is that racist? That is just delicious syrup. And the more they, the, the more they take it out, the whiter the shelves get. That's the funny part. Yeah, but I, but I guess it's just part of the motive anyway. It's just more division yep. there. And, um, yep. You know, it's like we talked about the last um, yep. podcast, you know, in university schools, they're teaching the kids this. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Before, before I share this with you guys, I want to share what Don Lemonhead said about Jesus and how, again, mm-hmm. um, it's not about the color, it's not about the character, it's not about the actions, it's all about this, yeah, you know, this division. And I don't think they realize, or maybe they do realize, it's even worse when they, when they do realize that they're using this kind of psyop to divide. It's, it's basically disguised racism, uh, disguised Marxism to terrorize and control and to incite hatred and basically to create a civil war between black and white and uh, the only, and Asians and, 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 and Okay, well, this is continue with, with being realistic about God and the Bible. And if you are a person of faith in this country, and, and you, we know America is built on faith and religious freedom, then we have to, I think, a good way of starting is to present the true identity of Jesus. And that. Wait a minute. But how do we start with an identity? Can't, don't, we do, don't we start with a character? Like, what about the actions? What about the spirit? What about just who the person is? This is the dangerous thing that I can't stand about these radical leftists. And this guy's uh, 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 just promoting it as if it's just normal. I mean, what's, what's going on with these people? Why are they so infected, Angel? Because they want Jesus to be a transgender woman who uh, turned himself into like a clone of a sheep, then then they became a frog and somehow went back into being a person of color with uh, wool-like hair and skin-like bronze. And if uh, he had blue eyes, it's the devil's sin because white and men are the devil. <laughs> and, and, don't, and don't forget uh, uh, that snarf's like a snarfer. And he used to go, snarf, my lord, snarf, my lord. There we go. The famous last words Jesus said on the cross, snarf. Forgive them, Lord, for knowing what they do. Brown person, yes. rather than someone who looks like a white hippie from uh, Sweden or Norway. And I think we should start with a true depiction of what Jesus looked like and put that in your home, either a black Jesus or a brown Jesus, um, because we knew Jesus looked more like a Muslim or someone who was dark. And then when your children ask you, who is this? This is Jesus. Jesus was Middle Eastern. Bethlehem was not in, St- in, in Sweden. And so Jesus does not look like the... Um, popular depiction that we have in our churches uh, and in our homes and that we see all over the media. And I think that is a good place to start. And that is a good place that your kids will ask questions and then you can go from there. I mean, what a dangerous piece of crap this scumbag is. Mm. Okay. Using, I mean, look how they scapegoat it. And this is exactly how communism starts. This is how uh, genocide starts. This is 
you know, this, the greatest saying recently that I heard from Stephen Molyneux, and I went, he's a, he's a, he's a popular YouTube for those who don't know him. Cancel culture is rehearsal for mass murder. So what this guy, what Lemon and Don Lemonhead is doing, talking about Jesus, and that the first thing we must do is that we must acknowledge that he was black and not white. You're scapegoating a whole group of people against one and putting one race against another. This is what Nazi Germany did. This is what Hitler did. This is what Stalin did. This is what Mao Zedong did. Any genocidal leader started with this identity politics, which is racism, sexism, disguised as Marxism. And completely and, false, and, by the way. In in just generalize one thing. Um, and, and this is something that a lot of these idiots like Don Lemonhead here forgets. Uh, look at the region we're talking about, uh, where Jesus came from, right? Um, are you guys familiar with Rome, right? Yes. The Roman Empire, right? Uh, yeah. who was the leader of the Roman Empire 2,000 plus years ago? Wasn't Const- your history. No, unless you guys know your history here. Nero or Constantine? Before, right before Constantine. Right before Constantine. Um, no, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll give you a hint. His initials are like Jesus Christ's initials, JC. Julius Caesar. Correct. And he was a white guy. Because the point I'm trying to make here is uh, there was a lot of Caucasian people in that area as well as brown and black that came from Africa and the Middle East. And now the reason I say this is because one misconception is the Bible says Jesus had uh, skin like uh, like brown or bronze or in hair like wool. Well, actually, uh, there were a lot of white guys that descended from the Hebrew tribes that had that kind of look that were not black or Middle Eastern. They were yes. a little bit slightly lighter than the Egyptians, but were yes. dark as well. They weren't white, white. Uh, they had color to their com- uh, to their complexion. They some of them did have blue eyes and curly hair, which is what Jesus has been depicted as throughout history. The depiction is actually not far off of what Jesus might have looked like, and the reason that he would have that kind of look also if he's from that area is because, as you mentioned, Constantine and other people in the timeline, uh, Julius Caesar had a son, little Caesarian. And Little Caesarian, by historians' uh, own connections, has the same exact timeline and connection as Jesus Christ when it comes to the entire storyline, including Mary Magdalene, apostles, he died on the cross, the whole nine yards, he had the disappearance of the same number of years as Jesus. By all intents and purposes, the story of Jesus is really the story of Julius Caesar's son, Little Caesar. Little Caesar, his mom was Cleopatra. That's why he was anointed the son of the of the two kingdoms. He's the son of the sun. Sound familiar? And he was the son of the two kingdoms. He disappeared. Uh, Constantine is also a name that was given to this person. So a lot of people believe that Constantine was Little Caesar, and they were one and the same. You see, that's the historical. That, that's the, that is history. That is clear-cut history. That is clear-cut facts and evidence. But when they bring this radical identity politics leftism into the mix, 
and this agenda to destroy and to incite violence and hatefulness in the name of compassion, in the name of tolerance, this is extremely dangerous. And I just wanted to share right. with you. But remember, they um, burned the past for that reason, Mitchell. That that's yeah. They, yeah, they don't want to learn the history. They want to like make up as they go, you know? So I, I wanted to share this with you, and I got this uh, from, from, from Charlie Kirk. White privilege is a racist lie. Take a look at this. This is phenomenal, what he says here. And what he says is brilliant. Um, and let me see if I can share this with you. Let's go for it. Um, here we go. Tell me if you can see this. A Chicago area prep school is coming under scrutiny for a recent questionnaire given to students. High school juniors at Loyola Academy were asked questions about race, including this one. How do you benefit from white privilege? And how have you held on to that belief despite knowing the harm it does? A Loyola Academy spokesperson says the controversial questions are no longer being used, but the school will continue to implement a structured study of racism as part of their ethics curriculum. We are joined now by Charlie Kirk, founder of Turning Point USA. That's a group that aims to educate students about conservative values in high schools and also in colleges. Charlie, thanks for your time. The idea here, I'm sure, is to get students to think. Is it the assignment you didn't like here or was it the execution of it? All of it. I mean, the idea of white privilege is a racist idea, uh, not rooted in any sort of truth whatsoever. Uh, I grew up right down the street from Loyola Academy, which is one of the main reasons I spoke out against this. I know the area really well. I went to Wheeling High School, and we had none of this garbage in our high schools a decade ago. And I can tell you, going to a high school that was 53% Hispanic, English is a second language, uh, we got along with each other, mostly because we were told not to care about skin color and instead care about people's character. Exactly. Uh, now we're doing the opposite in our country. Uh, we're Boom. almost putting a Boom. premium on the melanin content in people's skin. Uh, and I to tell you right now, this leads in a very dark and dangerous direction, Correct. and I see it manifesting in a variety of different ways, uh, not in just high schools, but college campuses and corporations and our United States military. Uh, it's originating of an idea from called critical race theory, so uh, happy to expand on it more, but yeah. uh, I can tell you that that is not uh, that is not reflective of the suburban Chicago values that I knew when I grew up. So uh, if we were to change the question to say maybe how would you define white privilege and what does that phrase mean to you? Um, or what is racial inequity? But there shouldn't even be a question. That's the thing. There shouldn't even be a question. And this is what Charlie Cook's about to say. There shouldn't even be a goddamn question about race at all. It's got nothing to do with it. And the melamine uh, uh, pigment of your skin color. It's about your character, your actions, and how you treat people in life. And have you ever seen examples of it in your life? Again, that would be, to me, an interesting conversation. Would you be okay with that? Well, not really. Again, why does skin color matter? Why? That's exactly. the whole point. It's like as soon as you start talking about skin color, then you're inherently having a racist conversation. How about two-parent privilege? That's a real thing. You should have a conversation on whether or not you have a father in the home. That's a real thing. So you don't think racial inequity or, um, you know, the idea, at least the definition or the thought of white privileges, it's just not a thing. It shouldn't be discussed. No, it doesn't exist. There's twice as many white people than black people in poverty in America. Asian Americans are far richer than white people in America. Go through rural Appalachia, southeastern Ohio or West Virginia. The richest immigrants in America are Nigerian Americans. Indian Americans in the suburbs of Chicago are far wealthier per capita than white Americans. What as about on the south side to, of Chicago? Oh, okay. What Would about you it? say there is racial that? inequity there or no? No. You know why? It has nothing to do with the color of their skin. It has to do with the fact that 75% of those kids grow up without a father in law. 
and 50 of their schools have been closed and there are no grocery stores. I mean, that's that, that not, not because of skin color. It's because of other factors. You see, there is disparities. Don't always blame discrimination for those disparities. The great Thomas Sowell taught us that. So the idea that white people inherently have it better because of the color of their skin is a racist idea. It is not rooted in science, not rooted in facts. People struggle regardless of their skin color. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, a black kid raised by a mother and father is far more likely to succeed than a white child raised by a single mother. So if that curriculum wants to be accurate, maybe they should say, talk about your two-parent privilege, not your white privilege. Charlie Kirk, founder Spot of on. Turning Point USA. Spot we did have a couple more questions you for you, so we'll have you back to talk. Yeah, you can Spot see on. the reporter is just trying to keep pushing his agenda, and obviously Charlie's too smart for that and too uh, just too wise with his words, and um, yeah, really it just gets to the point. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. So I thought I wanted to share that with you. Dangerous. These people are really dangerous and distinct. And, and, and he's absolutely Fine. right. I mean, we, we have to come uh, to a point as a society where, you know, we have to stop talking about, like, the differences of skin color and race and religion if we're all really going to, like, intermingle as one society. Uh, you know, it's funny because they want what, you know, you would look at as a Borg society, like the Borg in Star Trek, where we're all one, right? We're all collective. We all think it's, you know, a one world. But yet they keep trying to throw this division between everybody. Where it's like, you know, you're bumping heads against two ideologies. And it makes sense that it's coming from the left because, you know, they're stupid. So, you know, everything they do is just with a stupid mentality. So it doesn't shock me that they're, like, at odds with themselves. And we're seeing it now as the cancer culture is eating itself. I mean, they're going after their own. Andrew Cuomo is getting eaten up by Andrew Cuomo's people. You know they're going after their own because there's, that's what they, you know that's what happens. When you deal with it. You no, of course, of course they eat up they eat each other alive. But yeah, I guess they're all, they're on the attack anyway since Biden jumped in, or even before that. So all they're doing is just attacking, attacking, division, and uh, until we say no, it's uh, you know they're not going to shut up. So. Absolutely, and look at and it's all about the leftist loonies out here. I mean, look at this guy. I want to share with this. I don't know if you saw this angel. But this guy is doing brilliant. He's just minding his own business. He's expressing his own freedom of, uh, of expression. And he gets attacked. Now, I, I don't know if you saw this, Angel, but take a look at this. Isolate yourselves. Wear your masks. Social distance. Just trust the narrative. You've never been lied to about anything. The government loves you. <laughs> trust the media. You're all doing a great job. Keep wearing those masks, guys. Keep wearing those masks. You two are a little bit too close together. Sorry, can you guys social distance you in the orange? Come on, you're right next to all these people over here. Come on, think of your grandparents. This What's is crazy. But other than that, you're all doing a great job trusting the narrative. Do what the news tells you. Do what the government tells you. You're all doing a great job. Congratulations. We love you. Congratulations for following the narrative. And okay, he's not swearing. He's just clarifying the truth. He's just doing it. He's just... He's, um, he's using his own uh, freedom of speech. I don't know where this is. I think this is in Canada or I think this is in the U.S. But look what just happens next. Trusting the news and not questioning anything. You're all doing a great job complying with the narrative. There's definitely not a psychological operation happening when you're convinced of a reality that's based on fear that has nothing to do with what's actually happening. Fuck you! You're fucking! You shut the fuck up! You shut the fuck up! You shut the fuck up! Get the fuck out of here. You're fucking insane, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You're insane, bro. Dude, you're insane. 
Is that guy Asian? Wouldn't that be like Asian against Caucasian crime? You've been psyched. Wow. Okay, are you happy now? Are you happy now, you fucking asshole? We're trying to wake you people up over here. You've been psyop, brother. You've been psyoped. That's what the psychological operation is. Yeah, you want to know the truth? You want to know the truth? The same number of people died this year and last year and last year. You've been psychologically manipulated, my friend. We still love you, but you need to wake the fuck up. Fucking crazy, excuse my language, but absolutely insane. These people are the same people that would be left to a freaking slaughter, take all these vaccines, wear five freaking masks, and then come out like that. And, and you know what? You can do what you want to do, but let the man speak his mind. Mm. And you're going to attack people for free speech. I mean, what is this country turning into? Mm. Okay, so anyway, I want to show you another clip. I don't know how much time we got left, but we got a little bit left. Um, Let's go with, uh, yeah, this is, um, this is, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but this is, this is pretty interesting. Is, it's about the bravest thing you can do. Did she deserve the award? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen this. <laughs> why, why would you call it delusion? Because oh, this is epic. Caitlyn Jenner, I'll call him Caitlyn Jenner. No, it's that's her. Like, You're not being polite to the pronouns. Disrespect. Okay, forget about the disrespect. Facts don't care about your feelings. It turns that's out my every boy. chromosome, every Wait. cell in Caitlyn Jenner's body is male with the exception of some of his sperm cells. You it turns out that he's still has all of his male appendages. But How he feels on the inside is irrelevant but to the question of his biological sex. I don't agree with that. I'm not on that train. I'm not on that train. <laughs> she, she wants to be called she. I'm going to call her she. So you don't know what you're talking about. You're not educated on genetics. Well, discuss the genetics. Well, well, no, what no, are your genetics? I, I, so let's stay away from the genetics and back to the brain scans. You cut that out now, or you'll go home in an ambulance. <laughs> Unbelievable! Wow! Unbelievable! Yeah, so, yeah. so I guess they just resort to uh, anger and uh, uh, you know, and, um, you know, they're just projecting their own their own evil evil selves, confused. I, I mean, I mean, talk about confused! If you confuse that for a woman, you're confused. Uh, exactly. But you know, it reminds me of uh, I don't know if you guys saw this though, the uh, one transgender dude who was inside a, like a grocery store, I think it was. And he started flipping out because they didn't use the right pronoun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, a, I'm a woman, I'm a woman, or some crap. And yeah. it looks just like this one. It was in the GameStop, yeah. It was crazy. Oh, it was okay. the GameStop? Oh, okay. It was in the GameStop. But the very thought, the very thing, the very fact is that they are forcing you to accept them. And if you don't force them, they're going to beat you, hit you, harm you. I mean, this is just an attack on free speech and an attack on, attack on just personal opinion. Angel, if you think I'm an idiot, you can call me an idiot. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ban you from calling me an idiot. But this is what's going on now. This is what's dangerous, and they're using rape yeah. and they're using sexism to break down and to take away our freedoms and to send us up to gulags. As Stephen Molyneux said, this cancel culture is a rehearsal for mass murder. If they can get away with banning you on social media and taking away your rights there. What's to stop them banning you and, dis- and making you disappear in real life? Mm-hmm. And this is what they. Co- this is what all communist dictatorships have done and genocidal maniacs have done. 
Bro, they silenced the president. Any one of us could be silenced. Well, exactly. Exactly. So now uh, onto something uh, to the point of the um, the transgender. But, but there's also ways around everything. So um, I'm sure I'm sure as as we unite, we've got this. I I, I pray to God because otherwise we're going to end up being like this. This is an 11 year old boy, a transgendered, transitioning, and he became incredibly famous. And here you have all these donkeys, loving, oh, it's so good, it's so wonderful, a little 11 year old being sexualized as a, what, transgendered little girl? Parading around like a freaking stripper. And so to, to add to my point, and add to this point, ladies and gentlemen, take a look at this. I found this, which is actually going to be shocking to you guys and shocking to the audience, but I want to share with you this. Take a look at this. This is crazy. The truth of LGBTQ community. Look at this. All the way back to the 1970s of how the gay liberation movement came about and then studying NAMBLA, North American Man-Boy Love Association. And when you study the pioneers of the LGBT movement, uh, people like Harry Hay, Alfred Kinsey, Alistair Crawley, Hugh Hefner. I could go on and on and on. When you look at the person who created the LGBT flag, all of these people were pedophiles. That the group NAMBLA, who are the focus of this film, claim to take their inspiration directly from Alfred Kinsey. And while many in the gay community would deny that homosexuality is linked to pedophilia, it is worth noting that the very founder of the gay rights revolution, Harry Hay, consistently advocated the inclusion of NAMBLA in gay pride parades. In fact, here is a photo of Hay marching in a parade with the words, NAMBLA walks with me, written on his back. Needless to say, Hay had been persuaded by his chief influence, Alfred Kinsey. Like Kinsey, many pedophiles refuse to acknowledge that their sexual involvement with children qualifies as child molestation. Every last one of them, every last one of them, the creators, the people that created the LGBT movement, they were pedophiles. Yes, yes, this might shake you up a little bit, but if you got an LGBT flag in your bio, you are an advocate for a movement that was created by a pedophile. You are pushing an agenda that was created by pedophiles. Because what type of person would be interested in sexualizing children? What type of person would be interested in telling a little boy that he was born a girl? Telling a little girl that they were born a boy? Or even worse, telling little boys and girls that they were born lesbian and gay and this, that, and the third. Sexual beings. That's what a gay person is. That's what a lesbian is. Somebody who has a sexual uh, attraction for the same sex. For us, for us who are family oriented, we don't teach our kids about sex and, and, and Gucci Gucci and, and Moochie Moochie. 
we know that's natural we know it's biologically natural because eventually a boy will end up loving a woman and creating a family that's just how nature works we don't enforce this we don't we don't create a straight history straight people history we don't create organizations or or create uh, school systems around our sexuality that's what y'all do so there we go guys and they are normalizing i've seen tip talks about how it's okay they're trying to normalize pedophilia they're trying to include this form of inclusion this garbage inclusion now everyone has to be included they are trying to normalize pedophilia and say that it's okay I think they just passed a law in in, uh, in Japan and also passed a law in California that it's okay for 13 and 15 year olds to be sexualized. As, uh, yeah, I mean it's insane. Well, that was the it one was that uh, Scott Weiner, uh, funny enough, his name is Weiner, and in uh, Governor Newsom uh, enacted in California, and of course Governor Newsom is the nephew of uh, Nancy Pelosi, and. Um, that law, uh, what it does is it allows a 10-year gap between sexual partners, whereas they don't have to be registered as pedophiles or uh, registered as sex offenders. Uh, so in other words, if you're 20, you could have sex with a 10-year-old. If you're 25, you could have sex with a 15-year-old. If you're yeah. 26, you could have sex with a 16-year-old. And you won't be registered as a sex offender. Yeah. It's the same. It's really, really insane. Anyway. In other yeah. words, they're legalizing pedophilia. Exactly. Well, guys, I think that's going to be it for today. Um, I have one more video, just a little bit, about the vaccine. Now, I was a little emotional the other day. Um, before before I played this last comp, I was a little emotional. And, you know, Angel... Um, you have shared about your uncle being passing away by the by the by the vaccine. What vaccine, by the way, did you take? Uh, I believe it was the Moderna. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Well, the other day, I my mother and my father confessed to me that they took two shots of the Moderna. Oh wow! Two shots, back to back, one month in a uh, distance, and Hank yeah. Aaron also died from the Moderna. Yeah. And I tried, guys. I tried with all my heart. I tried mm. to plead with them. I, I, I cried my eyes out on my birthday. I just cried my eyes out to my dad. And I don't, I, I'm a strong guy. I don't like to cry too much. I mean, I'm, you know what I mean? But they took two shots. They confessed to me, giving them evidence after evidence after evidence after evidence. My, 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 uh, my family members have taken now these two shots. And they look great. And they feel great. But three to five to six to seven months' time, when the winter comes, it's going to be quite insane. And because the antibodies that, that these vaccines have created have made, uh, will make the immune system extremely weak for right. any other variant. And what I wanted to share with you... That's why my uncle died so quickly, by the way, because he was already elderly and in a hospice with a low immune system. So right. it, it hit his nerve system and his immunity really, really quick. My dad just took also the uh, vaccine. He took the uh, the Pfizer one, I believe. Uh, and it's uh, ironic because I, I pleaded with him also not to do it so fast, to wait. I'm not doing it uh, maybe ever if, if I'm forced to. Uh, I'm going to hide uh, from, us, uh, from it as much as possible and uh, maybe wait yeah. six months to a year because, uh, like, again, you don't know if there's going to be side effects. And that's one thing I told my dad. I was like, 
you really need to wait because we're used as guinea pigs right now. Exactly. We, don't, we don't know what the effects are going to be six months to a year. He's like, oh, they know what they're doing. And I'm like, really? Do you know every drug that you take has a warning for a reason? And if you watch the infomercials for a lot of these things, they come with warnings that like, it might kill you and it, it might cause diabetes or it might cause heart attack or this or that because everything has a side effect. And you're telling me that this is 100% safe. You know it? How? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What sh- show us the ingredient list. But anything linked right. to the pharmaceutical um, industry is a big no-no. You know, like I don't even yeah. take, I don't even Panadols anymore because exactly. it's just I don't get headaches because I don't, you know, take any bad food. So yeah, I just I would stay clear away from the uh, vaccines. And I had to also tell my mother because she lives in England and. They're putting the pressure on her too over in England, and um, yep. yeah, I'm sure my sister might be having one, but my mum listened to me. But her her husband took one because he he was freaking out about the virus. But I guess it's just because of the uh, the media and the government that just they're pressuring people into uh, you know thinking that's the only option they have, and um, I guess it also gets people that can't really think for themselves too. Uh, as sad as it sounds, it's uh, that's it, that's where it's at. Well, I want to share with yeah. you before uh, about this Dell Big Tree. Uh, he breaks it down excellently, and he uses the uh, the explanation as simple layman terms as a football uh, uh, NFL game. Analogy. Hmm. Yeah, analogy exactly. Have you have you taken a look? Have you seen this? Let me, let me let me play this for you. It's about six minutes, but I think this is insane, and this really okay. really made me feel like, oh my god, this is a coming COVID catastrophe. We have what are called non-specific antibodies. They have, he called it broad spectrum. It's broad spectrum, um, low affinity. They don't care who is coming across. In this case, let's look at the other team. These are, let's say these are all variants of coronavirus. We got the A variant, F, T, R, L, Y, X. Okay. Now it doesn't matter who gets the ball in this case. When we have non-specific, anyone that comes across. So let's say X gets the ball, running back gets the ball, comes running over here, boom, right here, non-specific antibodies, boom, tackle, dead, not going anywhere. But let's say it's a different play. Let's say they decide they, you know, we're going to run Y. So they run Y on a roundabout coming through here, boom, it doesn't matter. Non-specific, we see the Y too. It doesn't matter. We're going to go after anything because it's non-specific. It's brilliant. These are brilliant antibodies you have as your natural immune system. What if it's a trick play? What if they toss it to A and over here tries to get through? doesn't matter. Bam! Nonspecific is going to go after the A variant too. This is how your immune system works, and it's fantastic. Now let's talk about what happens when we're given a vaccine. All right, here we go. Go to the next one. So in this case, in this case, we're now going to move into vaccine-induced antibodies. As he said, they're long-lived. They don't go away. This isn't a drug that's going to wear off two days from now. We say, you know what? You had an allergic reaction. We're not going to do that drug anymore. It is in you forever. There's no getting this thing out. And what did it just do? It created what he called specific antibodies. Specific antibodies is now what we're going to discuss. So now in this scenario, scenario playing football, essentially, Everyone on the team has been told, you're looking for X. 
the antibody created, in this case, for the spike protein, the spike protein of SARS-CoV-2 that we first saw at the very beginning before there's any variants, our vaccine is going to make you fight that really well. So how does it work? Well, it's great. The coach basically said, I know for a fact that X, the running back back there, is going to get the ball. So everyone on the team, key on X. Great. So X gets the ball. Boom, comes through. It doesn't matter, man. They're all going to jump in there. Yeah! Yay, the vaccine's awesome. It totally it stopped the virus. Okay? But now here is the problem he's talking about. This entire team can only respond to X. It only understands it as a specific. It's an antibody specific to the virus it's looking for. So what happens if Y gets the ball? What if the team, they, they know? It doesn't matter. The coach said it was going to be X. It doesn't matter. Y gets the ball. Y comes around. Boom. Goes through here. Can go anywhere they want. X does nothing. Boom. Win. We're in the end zone. We just won. Virus wins the whole game. Because no one on the team was waiting for X, was planned for X. In fact, they were told, don't go near X. I mean, don't, don't, go, don't go near Y. Okay? All right. But here's something that I didn't understand. I understood that, and we've talked about that basically on the show, not in this way. But it goes one step further, and this is what I think. Oh, I, actually, I did that wrong. Hold on one second. Boom. Bam. Here we go. All right. Here's what I did not understand about the immune system last week that I do now. When he says that the vaccine-induced antibodies are long-lived, it means they're going to be there forever. He also basically explains that they are more robust. The, the virus-specific antibodies, the specific ones, they're more robust, and they outcompete your nonspecific natural immune antibodies. So in this case, you do have some natural, nonspecific antibodies in there that could handle any one of the variants. But the problem is, these guys are bullies. They're bigger. They're stronger. They, they're more, you know, specific, and they're ready to do their job. So if Y gets the ball and starts coming around, our nonspecific antibody is going to want to jump in there. Unfortunately, our vaccine-induced is going to push this out of the way and become a blocker to make sure that that antibody or that, that virus gets all the way in and wins and gets the touchdown and could possibly leave you dead. This vaccine is bullying away your remaining natural immune system. You do have these, but they're never going to work again. Do you realize how horrifying this is? Now think about the hundreds of millions of people that are lining up around the world, that are lined up outside of stadiums right now because CNN and Tony Fauci just said, I love this vaccine. Well, Geert here, one of the leading scientists in vaccine and immunology in the world is telling you, everybody getting the vaccine is destroying their innate immune system. Those immune antibodies that were nonspecific, that could have handled any of those thousands of variants we just saw you. They're designed for it by being vaccinated. You just assured yourself that there are no antibodies inside of you to fight the variants. So if we have strayed far enough away from the vaccine-induced variant that we were looking at, the original spike protein, 
Everyone that is vaccinated is now in horrible, horrible trouble. They're going to be attacked by variants and their bodies will not mount a defense. We are talking about carnage like we've never seen. He's going to get into more detail. So there you go, guys. There you go, Angel. I wanted to share that with you. And this is the same history of Peter said. This is the same thing that happened in the 1918 pandemic of the Spanish flu, where perfectly healthy people that uh, uh, showed symptoms of normal flu was injected by the Rockefeller uh, vaccination. Millions were were injected, same as today. And that's why millions and millions of people died by the vaccine, injecting this anti-serum into their, into their, into their bodies. Same as being done now. And yeah, by the winter, by the flu season, we're going to see massive amounts of people. And then, and then obviously they're going to blame it on people that haven't had the vaccines Correct. and so on. So exactly. and, uh, yeah, it's and, just, yeah. and they're going to lock down more and they're going to push more vaccines. Yeah, I kind of yeah. hope that's not the case, but I think that could be the case. Uh, what I think might be happening uh, is if that is not exactly the case, if people just start dropping dead, uh, I think what will end up happening is uh, the vaccine itself will be uh, used in a sense for, for population control going forward through genetics, meaning yeah. less people will be able to have children. Yes. And, and instead of just cloning them right out now, you'll have elderly people who die because, you know, their immune system is low enough. But going forward, the generations ahead that still are able to have kids are now going to be sterilized. So mm-hmm. that's a way of population control without dropping, a, you know, 100 million people all at once and making it so suspicious, you know. Uh, but mm-hmm. now you you probably see more and more people that have Do this. parents that can't have kids. Patreon.com forward slash Angel Espino. Angel Espino. The Jackal, the one and only. Peace. Give it up.